This is Alan Schimmel, and I'm here for a, a combined DevOps.com and Security Boulevard chat with two folks from our friends at Chef. I'd like to welcome Dominic Richter and Dan Howenstein. If I mispronounced, I apologize. Dan, Dominic, welcome. Thanks, Alan. Great to be here. Great. Great to be here. Thank you. Great. Dan, why don't we start off with you, if you can tell our audience uh, a little bit of your background. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, I'm Dan Howenstein, so you got the pronunciation exactly right. And uh, I'm responsible for product marketing at Chef. Uh, and in my background, I've been at a variety of um, high-tech, primarily enterprise software companies that um, kind of cross uh, operations, data, and security, um, including Micromuse and IBM and uh, Hortonworks. Fantastic. And Dominic, how about you? Hi, um, I'm a product manager at Chef. I am the co-founder of the Inspec open source project, which is compliance as code, as well as other forms of testing, and also a co-creator of Chef Compliance, one of the founding members of DevSecIO, and a few other things. Excellent. So guys, topic for today's webinar is, is around DevSecOps. But specifically, how we're seeing sort of security, not just shifting left, but we're seeing security come into the dev and DevOps world, right? And in my mind, there's two elements of it. It's the security people moving to, to dev and DevOps, but it's also the dev and DevOps folks sort of welcoming in security and making security part of their job. Now, Chef is one of the leaders in this, right? You guys, I, I think with with the, the acquisition of Dominic's company, what was it, about a year and a half ago now, Dominic, maybe more? It's actually two years ago by now, a little bit more than two years ago. All right. Time flies when you're having fun. But it was some time ago. Chef was very early on in, in moving this compliances code and moving security you know, left in, into the dev space. Dan, I, I'm wondering, what are you guys seeing there and, and where where is the the battle lines today? Yeah, well, you know, it's all driven by the role that software plays in almost every company today. Everybody is, uh, you know, trying to make that digital transformation. They're interacting with their customers through, through software. And when we as chef talk about uh, the things you need to uh, get right in order to have success in that space and, and compete effectively, we talk about speed, efficiency, and risk. So how quickly do you bring new ideas to market? Uh, how much rework does that cause and how quickly can you fix it? And then are you introducing vulnerabilities when you do that? So all the three of those work together um, and for us, it was pretty natural with, with that being the goal that we're trying to help companies achieve, pretty natural to bring security together with that, try and help out with this uh, shift left. The you know, issue is that it still crosses organizational lines to, um, to a large extent. So there's a lot of work um, that we see having to be done around just uh, organizational um, understanding of what each team does and and how working together in a, in a bit of a different way can can benefit both sides. It doesn't have to be these conflicting um, 
these conflicting goals of, of speed versus risk, where if you're faster, you're riskier. If you're, you know, lower risk, you're slower. That doesn't have to be that way. I, I get it. Um, so, guys, and, and, and Dominic, this really is a good question for you. You know, one of the issues is, is do you go from developers to the security team or do you go from the security team to the developers? And, you know, Chef's, Chef's strong point or Chef's base is obviously in the development and the DevOps world. How are you outreaching, if you will, to to the the security people to to bring them into the fold here? Yeah, that's a really good question. Actually, if you look at the original company um, that we created, that Chef then acquired, we reached out to the security people first because most of Inspect's foundation is actually built for auditors primarily. Yeah. And then we actually took the next step and introduced more of the developers and the DevOps side to it. Um, we have been DevOps engineers for a long time. And when we introduced it, it was a way to cope with the security requirements that we were getting and answer them in a more efficient way. These days, if we look at how Chef approaches this field, we are mostly connected to an existing base of um, DevOps practitioners People are really good at code, at scripting, and at automation. And they're usually faced with a number of security requirements. Well, it's really compliance requirements that they have to fulfill. So when they are faced with these, they naturally have to interact with their security departments or with auditors. And many of them these days feel the same way that we felt back then. We have a high degree of automation. We are not doing things as manually as we used to. So if we already describe our infrastructure as code, if we codified most of these things, if they are moving automatically, then how do we capture this space? Now, in, in answering that question, um, many people approach us about the solution that we offer. Mm. And that's how we start to talk to the security folks as well as the auditors as well. So we bring it up from the perspective of the people who need to operate it and start the conversation there. You may think it's mostly just around a tool, but what I noticed um, during the last two years is that it's very often also about how we work together, how these two departments interact and um, collaborate really. And I think this has changed to a large degree. Got it. Okay. I'll just add on that, Alan. We, uh, in a recent um, uh, project that we were working on with a very large financial services organization, part of the thinking was originally that the security team would be driving a lot of the decisions uh, around this. But we really found that the operations team there are the ones who are responsible for maintaining compliance in production, um, for going and mediating. The, the issues around compliance and then deliver back to that information security team and the owner. So it turned out that, you know, it was the operations team largely driving and, and kind of bringing the security team along. The good news is, you know, now those teams are, are really starting to look at better ways to collaborate and work together. Got it. So, guys, let me just say that um, one of the 
challenges that we see, you know, and, and my background comes from the security side of things as well, is just getting everyone agree, to agree that security, number one, is everyone's responsibility. But number two, that we really are on the same team. And, and I think, unfortunately, the security folks are probably more guilty of this than than the developers or the DevOps teams in that we it's very hard for security folks to to give up, not control, though that might be part of it, but to acknowledge that these people care about security as well and they're doing, they're going to do their job around it, right? That security is their responsibility too. At the end of the day, there's, there's very much an us and them that needs to be overcome. And, you know, as I said earlier, Dan, right, Chef, Chef's not a traditional security company. How do you have you run into this at all in security teams or not really? No, definitely have, have run into it. In fact, uh, at a recent event, there was a security team member in the in the audience. This was a large um, uh, organization that we work with and and doing an event across uh, multiple members of their teams and and after kind of talking through this you know compliance as code and and uh, shift left concepts uh, one of the security team members came up and and said you know we're pretty frustrated we've had these types of abilities to to scan and and check for vulnerabilities for some time but no one cares and i think the the message here is that you know that capability isn't new but integrating that into the DevOps workflow and then bridging this gap between these teams, that's what's new and that's what we need to And that people do care, right? Um, but I, I think another piece of it, though, and Dominic, I'm interested in your, is if we could automate that, right? So that it doesn't have to be someone's job to do the scan. The scan gets done when the code gets checked in or, or it's some trigger event. We, we scan that code automatically. And then, you know, whatever the code finds in the way of, of bugs, vulnerabilities, errors, whatever, uh, you know, gets assigned out to someone. Whether that be on the developer team, the security team, I, I don't know. But the automation aspect of it, I think, is a key piece of it. Yeah, let me actually split up my answer here. Um, I'm going to go, first of all, to the thing that you just said, and then to what we are hinting at at the moment, which is continuous compliance. Um, so first of all, I, I have a pen testing background. So for mm -hmm. me, I actually came from pen testing first, then into DevOps. I can tell you that we had a number of tools that we used to automate. Actually, um, my thesis back in the day was around automating all of the security testing tools that we had and um, how we can get easy results from them. The problem I've always seen is that a, many of these tools were privy only to security folks. Uh, they're very limited in the way that they're talking to people or exposing the information, um, usually also handled in a very, very privileged way, which means that access to that information was highly restricted. And the only thing that we gave to security people were you know, reports, stocks, and so on. Um, it's, it limited the amount of discussions you would have. And if you kill the discussion, then uh, you don't get to a really good risk evaluation. So that's one of the problems. Um, mm. The other problem is that the tools which we used back then, 
they weren't really offering solutions. Um, you know, there are false positives in there or results in there that took hours of hours to fully analyze. And even then I could present you with the findings as a security expert, but I couldn't really help you in understanding how to get to the solution. Now, if we don't talk about that path to the solution, then sometimes we'll just throw out a critical finding that there is no way to properly solve in a reasonable amount of time. And that brings up the barriers. That creates more barriers between security and DevOps or operations than it solves. With Inspec, we've actually gone the route, I mean, Inspec and Chef, we've gone the route to facilitate communication, to make sure that both sides actually talk about the same pieces of code that they're looking at. If you have a control, then it's not just limited to security experts anymore, but a um, DevOps expert can look at it because they understand how these tests work. And then we can actually talk about uh, what is really being looked at, how we can change that, uh, whether we need a different evaluation in this profile, should we skip this for the time being, or how we should handle this. So that's the first part of the answer. Mm -hmm. The second part is continuous compliance. So previously, I remember this in my old job, um, we were working at a telco and we were developing a new core cloud network. And as we were completing it, I vividly remember that dreadful Friday when I was coming in, and I was on the DevOps side then, um, that we had to get an approval from security. And it was around noon that I finally got uh, the green checkbox. I went out to celebrate later that day. And we felt really good on that Friday. However, it turns out on Monday, mm. uh, a few code changes merged, and those code changes made some serious you know, modifications to the systems that we had just pushed through a security test. They actually changed many of the controls and turned it into a really, really bad yeah, state. Boy. However, nobody cared at that point because we had officially received our green mark. Security was happy, but gave us a you know one of those seals where they say, as long as you don't change anything, you get this approval. Now, nobody wakes the sleeping dogs. So, um, yep, that was an issue. So, the way that we envision this to go is actually differently. Um, we believe that you should, and you mentioned this, uh, you should always and continuously check whenever your environment changes in a way whether that's still in compliance. If you have a, like let's say, a CICD pipeline where all the changes to your infrastructure automation go through, then as part of that pipeline, you can continuously test for the compliance of your components before they hit your production environments. So you can catch issues early. You can facilitate those discussions really, really early. And you can actually get to a state where you don't have the big bang, um, everything needs to be frozen for three weeks. Um, nobody is able to touch code anymore while security looks at everything. You get out of that rut that slows your organization. You get into a mode where you can continuously ship changes because that's what we want with fast software delivery and be, and be secure at the same time. Got it. Got it. And, and that, you know, Dominic, that little story right there, it's actually sums up a lot of a lot of experience that I think uh, folks have had, both in dealing with the security team as well as the security team dealing with the DevOps team. But guys, as I promised you before we got started, we were going to try to hold this at 15 minutes, and we're at about 17 or 18 already. Um, so we're going to need to wrap up. Maybe perhaps we can have you both back on at another 
DevSecOps type of discussion and or maybe go a little deeper. But for now, Dominic Richter, Dan Howenstein, thanks so much for uh, being our guest on this chat. Um, we'd love to hear more about Chef's DevSecOps adventures. So hopefully we'll see it both on DevOps.com and Security Boulevard. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Guys, uh, this is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com and Security Boulevard. Hope to see you soon on another chat.